It's hard to feel free when the world is crashing down around us and we're shut up in our homes practicing social distancing. But you don't have to feel trapped. You can write your way to freedom. Welcome to the Right Away Podcast. Hello, friends. This is episode number 92 of the Right Away Podcast, and it is the 21st of April 2022 as we are recording. I'm JP Reinflush with my co-host. Chris Kane. Hi, Chris. How's your writing week been? I feel like I haven't done anything, even though I know that's not true. I know I did a bunch of client work this week. I did some nonfiction stuff, but I, I didn't do a lot of fiction stuff. And that always feels like a nothing week to me, even when it, it's not. <laughs> I know. How about you? Good. So I sent the short story off to my co-writer and then that one We'll probably send it like a proofreader or something like that. And yesterday I got through 40 pages of edits for the copy edits of book one. So I think that means I'm like a fourth of the way through and I only have four days to do it. You can <laughs> do we have a deadline. But yeah, I have that and hopefully that I can get out of the way. And then I have some client work and other things that I need to do. Also, I'm minorly subdued because I'm in a hotel and it's early. <laughs> I'll be honest. There's for the romance, there's um, uh, a co- the couple editors that we use that I will just like skim through to see if there's anything I disagree with. And then I hit accept mm-hmm. all. <laughs> I accepted. So I went through it in two phases. One, there was the inline mm-hmm. track changes. changes. I accepted oh, okay. like 99% of all of that. Yeah, that's the and easy then, stuff with um, the comments. Okay. The comments. Yeah. It's like, mm, this doesn't work here or this is weird. And I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> Luckily, nothing. I mean, at this point, there really shouldn't have been and there isn't. Nothing's like major structural. It's just, is this one line believable? And it's like, mm, no, <laughs> let's fix it. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So this week, for our guiding card for our question, I believe we have the lovers. Mm-hmm. Would you mind giving us that description? Absolutely. So keywords for the lovers upright is love, harmony, relationships, aligning values, and choices. Reversed, it would be uh, more internalized. So self-love, or it could be disharmony, imbalance, etc. The image that's generally presented in the older versions is a naked man and woman standing beneath an angel. And it really just means this kind of unity between the male and female energies and then this like divine connection. So yeah, that's what I'm going to leave off with. And the question that you've generated and you generated a couple and we chose this one was how do you create believable relationships between characters. And I think with this, that we're not talking just about like romantic relationships, but all relationships. Yeah, definitely. I think that the lover's card, the the key to me is like unity. And that comes in many different forms. It's not just romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, one of the things that I look for with characters who get along, characters who have more of a positive relationship with each other is what is it that each of them has that the other is missing that they appreciate mm-hmm. or That's need. That's a really good one. Yeah. 
How about like you? That. My big thing is study everyone around you <laughs> because whenever we want to like create the ideal relationship on the page, that's never the way that the relationships are in our real lives. So for me, it's figuring out how people are, have been in these long-term relationships and how they communicate to each other. Because to me, the best way to convey it is through dialogue, through people, either finishing each other's sentences, knowing the direction that they're going, maybe having some type of an inside joke, but something that connects the two of those characters in a way that's strong in their dialogue. Yeah. Sitting here thinking of a couple of characters who are known to be reticent. They don't talk a lot, whether it's out of grumpiness or whether it's out of shyness Mm -hmm. and how they're almost always paired with a character who talks a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And because that's, it's all about the facets or the mirrors of whichever character you're representing. How do they reflect each other either poorly or uh, positively? And how do they bring out aspects that others may not or that others may suppress? Because that's how relationships grow is basically you find the people that let you express yourself the way you want to. Now, how about negative relationships or antagonistic relationships? How do you create believable frameworks for those? I think, like I just said, in relationships where it lets you foster the aspects you like, negative relationships suppress those aspects. They push down, make you be someone that you don't want to be. So I guess one way that I would think about it is, uh, you know, with Dialogue Doctor, you have the baseline and then you have the the trailing edges where your character may change in different emotional states. In this case, it would be in the negative state. So what is the reflection of who they are when they're not allowed to do the things they want to do? And that's how those relationships foster is how are they getting suppressed? How are they reacting around these people? What aren't they saying because they feel like they can't? I really like that along the lines of the, where the holes they fill that I use for positive relationships with negative relationships, I look at for how are they similar and how does that rub them the wrong way? Or like, how do they use it? Mm -hmm. How do they use those similarities in differently for different goals or whatever? So you have two charismatic characters and one uses it for selfish gains and one uses it for the fancy word that means unselfish. Um, It's 5, 5.47 in the morning. I don't have the word bank yet. And those often are how I start out framing that, that relationship, looking for those overlaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny because in the, the series that Abe and I was doing, like one, we wanted really strong friendship relationships and we ended up making, um, like our character being new to this world. And then she comes in and she basically finds like her quote unquote, Hermione and Ron, our our female character represents like our main character as if she were like at her strongest or her most hard headed. And then we have the, the meeker male character who is more intelligent and tries to bring out like the, the critical thinking aspect. But in that sense, like we've created this dynamic, we have one 
brute force character. We have one that is critical thinking. And then we have our main character who has to sit in the middle of that and figure out what aspects uh, she needs to pull from her friends. And then on top of that, we realized because of the genre we're writing and we have to do a, a, a romantic relationship. It just, it's the best thing to do to get the readers that we want and it, it fit in. So then we had to bring in those aspects, which was interesting because we have a slower burn relationship that takes over a couple of books. That's fun to write. I like the the focus that you're having on that strong friendship group. And I know we both really liked Wink's, uh, the fate saga, mm-hmm. or what, whatever terrible log name <laughs> it inherited from its originating media. But in both like the Harry Potter, Ron Hermione and Wink's, you had the main character become fast friends with at least one person. And I think the thing that makes us love friend groups so much is when people move from somewhat antagonistic relationships with each other initially and then learn more about each other and move into that friendship relationship. Uh, like that, that's just a, such a powerful mini arc there uh, that people really grasp onto. Readers really yeah. grasp onto. Yeah, that's actually, that's the kind of relationship that one of the characters in the story that I want to write that's more of, I don't know what you call it, slice of life, urban fantasy, mm-hmm. where we have this one character who is still in college and they end up meeting this like jock male character. And the obvious, like I have the dynamic set up there that they don't like each other, that they almost butt heads, but they have to work together and they have to learn that they're not their stereotypes and that they have something together that they can work through. And it's really fun thinking that through because like the only way that I'm developing that is thinking about the the relationships that I've had with others and the like misrepresentation or misunderstandings and really playing with those pieces to develop those barriers that just keep breaking. Yeah, I love that. My question for our listeners is uh, the same one we've asked ourselves today. How do you write believable character relationships? So let us know uh, in the comments or on Patreon. We are about to go record our business episode of this card prompt, which will be how do you deal with an author business relationship that goes sour? Thank you so much for joining us this week and every week. And we hope that you'll come on over to Patreon to check out these business episodes. Absolutely. All right. See you later.